Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. Trump, our secretary, gave alternative facts. Welcome to episode 65 of the Gristle Digest, the only podcast to be completely tariff-free in the event of a no-deal Brexit, and yet still fails to win the support of any right-wing Tories. Uh, today is the 17th of September 2018. My name is Orip Sen, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? Yo, yo, microphone check, one, two, what is this? The five-foot assassin with a roughneck business. It's pretty roughneck. Yeah, pretty roughneck. Uh, yeah, I'm all good, man, I'm all good. And yourself, well, are you well? Very well. Um, hanging good. in there, you know. That's good. Um, clinging on to the last few days that we have of law and order law. <laughs> in this <Life>. country. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, top stories this week, Paul. Um, right. Jacob Rees-Mogg reaches peak dickhead with the latest <laughs> no-deal predictions. Uh, no-deal Brexit <laughs> predictions. Um, Pencil-necked duplicitous toff arsebag uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> has shredded what little credibility he had amongst non-right-wing people by claiming that a no-deal Brexit would leave the British economy £1.1 trillion uh, to the better within 15 years uh, of the country leaving the EU. Um, his claims were somewhat undermined by the widely viewed photograph of him making the announcement, stone-faced and head in his hands. Um, the Economic <laughs> Research Group, his pet Brexit think tank, have also seemingly undermined old Mogmuncher himself. Uh, given only weeks earlier, he had declared it would take 50 years uh, to see the real benefits of Brexit. Uh, one wonders what benefits he was imagining that, imagining that didn't involve uh, the economy. Um, but the ERG uh, is to economics... Uh, what the Democratic People's Republic of Korea uh, is to democracy. And their <laughs> predictions are about as pie in the sky as it's possible to conceive. Um, a paper on post-Brexit Britain prepared by the ERG was actually scrapped by old JRM himself, uh, as it was too outlandish even for him. Fucking uh, hell. With its, uh, what with its plans for a Star Wars-style satellite nuclear defence system uh, <laughs> and the expeditionary uh, travel force that was uh, meant to travel to the oh. Falklands. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next story, Paul. Um, first it was a storm, now it was a hurricane. More windy problems for Donald Trump. Um, another quiet week for Trump, uh, his campaign <laughs> manager, and one I'd time. I've forgotten all about him, to be honest. You know, you don't know exactly. his camp. Yeah, his, his campaign manager and one-time handyman, and yes, I mean handyman, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Manafort, has rolled over to Mueller, leaving Trump's anus gapingly open to Democrat interference. Uh, and he rejected the news that 3,000 people had died in the hurricane uh, Florence. There's nothing more than MSM lies. Uh, so pretty. Uh pretty normal week really um his Standard. comments drew the usual repudiations from selected members of the republican house along with the customary witty smackdowns uh from mayors colbert and others but once again with classic american certainty nothing will fucking happen no. um, some are rumbling about a mysterious way to de-trump america using a never used process around the 25th amendment but it all depends on a positive democrat showing at the upcoming midterms which in turn depends on democrats somehow coming across as something other than smart condescending wankers uh, to Trump voters which is again a difficult prospect so yeah 
Wowzers. stuff over there. Final story, Paul, uh, and it's kind of what we're going to talk about a lot later. Um, hmm. Maisie comes out fighting uh, in TV punch-up with Sugar Ray Nick Robinson. <laughs> uh, the Prime Minister landed some meaty blows on the unsuspecting <laughs> Nick Robinson during the pair's BBC interview that was televised on Monday night. May told Robinson he was a bald shit cunt. Uh, they had a noodle for a willy. <laughs> Before landing a forceful right cross on the side of Robinson's bald head, <laughs> the BBC veteran fell to the floor where he appeared to soil himself before the camera was quickly cut. The scene returned with Robinson wearing completely different clothes and the Prime Minister now smoking a cigar. Um, <laughs> eventful stuff, I think you'll agree. But um, it yeah, so big, was. big stories this week, obviously dominated by Breckers. Um, mm dissing checkers uh, i mean there's so much to sort of talk about really i mean let, let's start it's huge isn't it and we've not done this for a little while so exactly we're, I mean, we're only going to be looking at the, the very tips the tips of, of a shitty shit bird, shitty yeah. old icebergs monster fatberg um it's uh i, I just want to spend a little bit of time on mm. jacob reese mog oh yeah will. i feel like we haven't dedicated enough time to mr reese mog and i think it's just like He's such a dick. Like he, he he's it, it's so unspeakable how much of a dick he is. Um and his latest kind of ridiculousness with this ERG group of his is is further tribute to that. Like he's just an absolute pill. Like he's already moved the headquarter of his business to Dublin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he because he knows he knows what'll happen. Um and yet he's he's talking about uh, us getting 1.1 trillion pa- uh, pounds worth of benefit to the economy in 15 years. Uh, that's quite a lot of money. That is um, quite a lot, isn't it? That is quite a lot. I think that's, I mean, that's what's nearly 100 DUP MPs you could get with a trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, you could get a lot of DUP. A lot of DUP. Have you thought about it? Have you thought oh. about that? I tell you who hasn't thought about that is the Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, who yeah. <laughs> admitted recently that she doesn't know anything about Northern Ireland, but that's... That's another story. Uh, <laughs> but, They're um, a fine bunch, aren't they? Yeah, They're I know. a fine bunch. Just winners. <laughs> winners winning. Uh, but but Reese yeah, no, Mogg. J- yeah, Reese Mogg. Reese, yeah, Reese we, fucking Reece Mogg. Reese fucking Mogg. He's, he's awful on every fucking level. I mean, Not he, only, you already mentioned there that, you know, he um, obviously the, the, the biggest Brexit cheerleader, I think. I think him and, him and Johnson, obviously, are, are probably mm. the top two. And you mentioned, yeah, his his investment firm has set up two two trust funds in in Ireland to protect himself and his investors. <laughs> but his his despicable hypocrisy goes even further than than issues like Brexit. He's also um, a devout Christian, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, one of the things he he's been pretty a dick about is is things like abortion rights abortion, and women having the yeah. rights to to their own bodies. Now, yeah. did you know that the, one of the one of the companies that he his firm invests heavily for, one of their leading products is uh, is an abortion pill or, or you know, a birth control pill. So I mean, it's incre- it's it's morally wrong for you to get an abortion, but you know, me making money off of me that. Me making money that's off That's morally it. fine. And you know, he probably uses it occasionally given he's got six kids already uh, <laughs> but obviously yeah not a contraception man uh but being as a strong catholic apparently but yeah uh, no and, and also like you know his name came up in the fucking panama papers that yeah. lest we forget you know like oh, for being... do you remember the panama papers and how yeah. that was going to take everyone down and then it el peparis panama and like <laughs> jacob this smog you know like there he is in the thick of it and it's just oh, like again, let's not forget that um 
but he's it, but also yeah like yeah you're right his hypocrisy yeah. is just but it's also, it's more like a sort of he just doesn't i don't know he doesn't live in the world that we live in Oh, no, seems. he doesn't. I mean, he was, like, raised by his nanny, wasn't he? Who he still lives with and who now raises Ugh. his children. Like, it's so just weird. so fucking creepy. Oh, he's like, such a weirdo. Ugh. Yeah. Repugnant. I mean, we'll, we'll come on to it in more fuck. detail a bit later. But, you know, like, on today's interview, so today being mm-hmm. Monday, on today's interview with Theresa May that was on TV, you know, they did cut to... Reese Mogg, didn't they? Some it was a moment where he was just like talking about Dirty Harry and stuff, and he's just like such a you're like you're such a pill. It's he um, really draws like a visceral hatred from me now. A couple of years ago, these these sort of Brexit clowns, they still had some good, you know, they had some comedy mileage. You know, your Johnsons yeah, and your yeah. Moggs, they did have some comedy mileage. That exactly. has been worn, hasn't it? Like there is, well, there are also, no I, chuckles left in them two fuckers. But I I actually think that raises quite a good point actually as well oh, because i think that in the past right we've we've tolerated um sort of these right-wing clowns mm. because they've been a bit funny like literally <laughs> they've just been cartoon-esque yeah. characters like well, boris johnson we let him get away with it for how long yeah because Jake he was Reece good Mark. on he was good on they think uh have i got news for you so yeah they're just like you know, entertainment good yeah, and do you remember? Do you remember Reece Mogg was on the Ali G show years yeah, ago? Yeah. He's long. He's, he's been a long, long time he's, doing he's this. He's been show. a caricature for years. Frankly, yeah. like you know, people have always sort of said that he he almost acknowledges that. But it's just like this is what this has shown us is like it's so dangerous and stupid to basically cos it and or, or just pander to these people because we think they're funny. Because mm. actually, underneath all of that blustering and ha ha sort of silly manners, is is quite like uh, uh, this kind of runs you know there's, there's prejudices that run really deep in these people and it's really yeah. quite you know it's quite unpleasant what, what what you what you reveal when you look at them with a bit more scrutiny and and it and you know boris johnson has shown himself to be what this like brazenly self-interested completely mm-hmm. amoral dick bag and um and reese mogg is just actually a man who and, and boris johnson you feel like he doesn't believe anything but no. jacob reese mogg does believe stuff and it's not very nice what he believes yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you're quite right there with the, the sort of distinguish between the two of them, whereas Johnson is completely self-serving and would say anything about anything and take any position as long as it benefited him, whereas I think, yeah, with, with Reese Mogg, there's almost this sort of fundamentalist, like, radical um, sort of belief and drive behind these things, but both of them are just so willing to, to, to think and, and do the worst possible things and you, for so many years it was just like ha he's uh-huh. funny what a funny yeah. voice <laughs> that's posh <laughs> and and fucking now you know now but the, the, the other really worrying thing is if you ever speak to like people who um who sort of like that or people from particularly from like our parents sort of generation mm. like they're particularly i think quite a lot of people you see it a lot of like white working class people i think they mm. still really look up to them, yeah. like they they genuinely. There's this sort of thing where where I think people are like it's part of their conditioning. Yeah, they're like, exactly. yeah but the they went classes. to Eaton. They yeah, went to exactly, Eaton. They know yeah. what they're doing. Like their dads did this sort of thing as well. Like they really yeah. know what they're doing. It's like it's so no. weird, isn't it? Like the class system is so entrenched, isn't it? Mm. Look, d- despite what everyone says or thinks or whatever, it, it like runs Britain so, is so riven yeah. with it, isn't it? Like it's just it's quite it's funny incredible. Anyway. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. but it's sort of. It manages to be so prevalent, yet yet it's done mm. quite a good job at sort of just masking itself on the surface. But you scratch not too deep into almost anything, 
Yeah, and you've got you get re-smog being supported by the regular man on the street, which is yeah. the most biz- bizarre kind of dichotomy of yeah. you know whatever. But just like one final thing about um, re-smog, well, more more about the ERG, his group, the economic research, <laughs> his rap group, the um, ERG, yeah, his rap group, the aka ERG. the Street Assassins. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they are probably not as good at economic policy as the street assassins would be i reckon because it it's so they've got they're led by a guy called patrick minford i think his name is. oh and, yeah um, yeah yeah minners his kind of economics without we're going to get into it well without wanting to get into it all right <laughs> <laughs> you know like, without wanting to really I don't get into it you know i don't want to like open up the bloody bonnet and really get my head in but <laughs> but um old minford like it, it, it his sort of modeling is based on just like the most sort of ridiculous like i think one of the the, the assumptions was that every country in the world produces one type of good <laughs> and it's just like a thing called like a good you know like there's no like there's no like good quality goods bad quality goods different types of goods like it's just like everything is just a good and like you can sell it on this place called the world market like you know like there's no like sort of it's not like you know a, a, a relationship between so like china and britain you sell to that country like it's just like you you would just sort of upload <laughs> your goods to yeah. the world market and you're like that's that's just not how <laughs> that's insane, not even how a computer game works like that's so shit like it's like you, uh, you don't go to the shop and be like oh i'll take um i'll take four goods please yeah, like, it's just and just every you know every country's the same <laughs> so, like, and it was just so under that situation right obviously obviously if you free yourself from kind of a block yeah if you're just like a little thing it, where you're producing exactly the same stuff as everyone else do you know what i mean and your production capacity or whatever like it's it's up you know it doesn't really matter what it's doing because it's just producing this one thing then obviously you want to be on your own right you don't want to be part of like some block or whatever but that's just like that's not even as i say that's like not even like a a child's game called (laughs) a really crap child's game called world macroeconomics (laughs) A fun time <laughs> would would have slightly more complicated rules, I reckon, than than this guy's model. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. so because of that, he's yeah predicted like one point one trillion. Oi lads, it's only one point one trillion, and they've like what in the oh, room? People are like what? It's, How a, much? it's amazing, How much, Patrick. Sorry, it's, th- it's amazing though. The other, the ninety nine point nine nine percent of economic uh, e- economists who come out and say well, that's complete nonsense. These are pr- projections for like no deal. Like Mark Carney this week, you know, c- uh, sort of came out and was like, "Look, this could really lead to, to slashing of housing prices." Yeah, you get you get one thing happen there, which is, oh, you can't possibly talk about that far into the future of economics. Yeah. No one knows. It's divination. Oh, There's no Meg. real science there. Then one twat like, "Yeah, actually, if we do do like a really hard Brexit, you know." It will we'll get a billion trillion dollars and it will yeah. no jobs for a month and like yeah I mean, no, that's they, gonna they happen. May, they science. may as well like quite frankly they may have as well have come out and said we'll probably get a bajillion dollars you know like they yeah. may as well just come just out make up some numbers. stupid number a gazillion we'll probably get forty eight gazillion dollars well, in the next I think if years. we if we play this right we could yeah. really be looking at maybe a, a quiz trillion <laughs> a quiz trillion is maybe on a, the maybe cards, a squad gentlemen. billion who knows. 
Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, it's such, it's just ludicrous. But ah. anyway, we'll, we'll move on to, uh, we'll leave that for now and we'll come back to sort of Brexit-related matters in a bit. But we'll quickly touch on uh, DT and that's Donald Trump and his, his latest kind of denial of the hurricane and all the rest of it. I mean, what can you say, really? It's, I mean, it, uh, I think it's, and this is, um, this is my sort of take on it, is, and this happens a lot where you like and it becomes almost sort of cliched in itself because he is his baseline is terrible right yeah. his, that's what that's his default is is bad but I I honestly think that the, that the tweet just saying make, saying that 3,000 dead American citizens is, is made up and is despite you know numerous independent yeah. studies and actually the, the 3,000 being the most conservative of, of free studies I looked at yeah. um and just denying that that, that that's I mean that's equ- equivalent roughly to the number of people that died in, in 9-11 9-11 yeah so you know it's, a life is a fucking life right yeah. so it, could you imagine like anyone coming out and saying well no that's, that's bullshit you know I mean, when it's... I when I left the towers there was 6 to 12 people dead yeah I mean, much later they were still this, there yeah. so yeah. if they're not there then someone's lying um, it's it, not me it's, yeah it's, I think it's I, I generally think and it's and there's some strong competition but I think it's his worst sort of heinous and just just that again just sort of making that move from like comical buffoonery to oh my god I can't believe it to that's fucking evil again precisely that he's another case in point isn't he because of again he was funny for a bit mm. we you know the the world or whatever the universe tolerated him <laughs> and, and and sort of allowed him to, to step into the limelight and, and it, with him it was so yeah it's obviously more stupid because we all we all knew what frankly mm. what a cunt he was but yeah um it, yeah now now he's here it's uh seemingly it's seemingly imp- i just can't i don't understand how it's so it's so hard to remove him because if it's not that or if it is sorry this difficult to remove him and it, he can't be removed and blah, 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 then frankly what's the what's the point of the presidency what's the point yeah. of that job because they'll have coasted for four years effectively without having mm-hmm. one so yeah. do away with it then do something else i don't know like it, it's just sort of it just seems to me to invalidate the <laughs> entire system of their well, government. It does. It, re- it sort of in- invalidates like the entire constitution. Do you know what I mean? Like, and credit to like American politics because it's on a much newer foundation than every other country's. You know, the it's the actual principles really good. Like checks and balances, and you know, like the house is meant to be there to to oversee. So you know, you can't have just like one crazy sort of dictator yeah. type president coming in like it's designed you know the free houses and, and, and everything like that and it's like just it doesn't work at all like no, it's, well, I it's think just everyone cause... was just scared of doing stuff for, for years because they thought some shit would happen and now they just realised like n- nothing's going to happen ever well obviously because it's like that whole process is predicated on the idea that people in those respective houses would, would mm. vote for what was correct or whatever yeah. rather than just would, voting would there'd along be a moral vote rather than yeah a, a and just being polarized line, yeah, yeah mm. and it's kind of until you get seemingly some democrats you know in in the old house mm. of congress um then you know it, it's going to be it's going to be tricky i mean like the republicans are just happy to <laughs> let well. this bell hand Continue. It's, it's shocking, isn't it? Because even there's a couple of Republicans who do sort of speak out. There's a guy called Jeff Flake, mm. um, very much sort of Flake by name, Flake by nature, because he's he's quite a vocal um, critic of of Trump's. He, he'll mm. come out quite a lot and say, "Oh, that's 
terrible. You can't say that. This guy's awful. What's he doing? Rah, rah, rah. But then it like, votes with Trump <laughs> every fucking time. Literally, and, he's and, Trump's professional bum wiper, yeah, I've heard, actually. You, so. to, you know, the, the, the one thing that Trump has done really successfully as president, and you have to give this as a success because it's something that he, they set out to do and they've achieved it, is enormous, enormous tax breaks for, for billionaires. I mean, like $1.5 yeah. trillion dollars saved. Um, for, the billi- that's, for the billionaires. <laughs> for, literally for the billionaires. <laughs> for those and lovely billionaires. And that's why, you know, your, your Jeff Sessions and all these fucking mm. billionaire Republicans <laughs> aren't going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, well, I do yeah. agree that Mr. Trump is uh, a I like president, being a billionaire. <laughs> I, I do Trump. like the money, though. I mean, I love I my country. I love being I, a billionaire. I, I, I like money. Just, uh, the oh. other day, I spent two hundred dollars on <laughs> cheese. I didn't even eat it. I don't, I don't even like cheese. <laughs> I don't even like food. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, y'all know I'm lactose intolerant. I'm you gotta spend it on something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Trump, what a cunt. Oh, um, massively. Well, and obviously, new new hurricanes are coming. Yeah, so, I mean, I I hope that Manafort says something to Mueller I think in this I, thing. It does have a, it does feel like we we're hitting a slightly different stage. That I know we've but, just sort of mouthed off about nothing yeah, ever happening. But we but it we know. Does I, feel I bet if we were so somehow the Gristle Digest, we would have said this. We would have had this same conversation. Yeah, I think you know? you're probably right. We don't even right. do episodes that often. Let's yeah. Be fair. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that it would probably come up quite frequently is is is, is concerning. I feel probably in, in the last episode we did, which was about the World Cup. We still just like, World yeah, but Cups. I think this one probably will be Trump's. I think if Nigeria win, Trump's in trouble. Um, I mean, yeah. he did. He punched that baby pretty clearly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, that baby. Admittedly, the baby ate before. Do you know what I mean? So he was so, defending so. himself. <laughs> he really gave it to him. Uh, well, final story, Paul. It's um, it's Maisie on telly. Um, yeah, the old her, panorama-rama. Uh, a sort of yeah, panorama interview uh, defending checkers, uh, and uh, you know, in, in, in sort of preparation, they're going to have to vote on it, aren't they? The parliament, and um, yeah, it's not clear what will happen. I don't know that all Labour are going to support it. I don't. Obviously, clearly, some of the Tories aren't, but. Um, yeah, so what did you make of her, mate, on um, on telly or Maisie? Well, I mean, she's she's not good at that sort of thing, is she? First of all, I think she's just really bad in front of a camera and being a human. I just don't think she's oh, Maisie. P- particularly particularly skilled at that. Um, you know, it came out and it was, you know, straight on the sort of slogans, like Robbo's like, yeah. you know, people miss the bloody difficult woman. And she's like, well, <laughs> I'll tell you bloody difficult. It's bloody difficult to be bloody difficult when you're being bloody difficult. <laughs> oh! You just stop fucking repeating the things all the time, yeah. you, you android. Bloody, bloody, bloody difficult is listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought she was... Yeah, she's just not good at that sort of thing. But, she, you know, she's an... Um, Almost with Theresa May, I'm, I'm almost feeling sorry for her. Yeah, I was look her in the face. The You're just like, oh shit! You look at the den of cunts that she's surrounded by yeah, as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Like I tell the, the the point that my blood boiled or was mm. like about two minutes in, and you've got like May, and then David Davis like oh. pipes up, and it's like, yeah. mate, you had two 
fucking years yes. for two years yes. this was your job oh, and not one you. single solitary fucking idea came out of your mouth but now you're sat <laughs> oh, there on the side having a go like, um, and not only did he have a go but he spoke like he's some sort of oracle on trade deals well yeah, I know, I'm sorry to I know. say but uh, but it looks like we blinked first exactly <laughs> and I can tell you that when I was there doing that job for two years coming in nearly three days a week sometimes we I did, really we got to go to under 19 the hours bloody work yeah, it's just like I absolutely agree with you. That was infuriating. Whenever yeah. he piped up, you're like, you can fuck every off. time. Like, it, every you, time. If anyone has got not got a right to bloody criticise anyone or be sanctimonious about anything, mm. it's your stupid face, and it's yeah. like, oh, the level of smugness with it. Yeah, it, oh. I, just I can't. You, do, you just don't understand where you, that that smug comes from. Like <laughs> you just, yeah. you just not. It's like what, experience what have you done? the last yeah the last two years was it just some sort of like acid trip for you you just don't know what the fuck happened because it's like oh mate yeah i know i totally agree with you like the whole like yeah we blink for and and also to be to be quite honest mate i i actually think that uh, you know i i, I you know Theresa may like i i sort of feel that she came across not not too badly in a way like no it, I, to the extent that you know i think she's you, you get bad the impression stuff, that as i said but yeah i'd like i don't think i, I sometimes think she's a bad woman like because mm. you look at what happened in the home office and hostile immigrant you know it's terrible and that all happened yeah. under her watch but i sort of feel like she's not a bad woman but bad things do happen under her watch you know so that does make it make her slightly culpable but mm. you sort of see like in in this whole thing, like spelling out checkers and on, you know, she she does just look like she's in a really shitty position. You yeah. know, like she's got nothing in her favour, and she's trying to do the best. Actually, for, she genuinely is doing what she thinks is best for Britain. I think so imagine it's, it must be a you know a fucking really horrible job to like, but at the same time, I I, I give her as, as this is as damning as it is some some sort of praise for her. But it must be really difficult to do a job where you know you're doing something that's bad and it's not going to appease anybody. Um, no. But, but I think on the other side of that, I think if you're in that situation where you're like, well, whatever I do, at least half of the people are going to be fucked off at me. At that point, you just have to do with whatever is the best thing. Well, this the is best it and thing like... is saying, do you know what? This was an advisory referendum. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, let's revoke Article 50. We'll take a 10-year process so we can do this properly if we're going to have to leave, or we put it back to to a to another vote and and maybe take it off altogether. But this is ridiculous. This, this yeah, is going to harm people. And it's it's one of those things where you talk about gutting a country and in, in the way that hard Brexit will do. Like people will fucking die. Yeah, I know. And that's, it is know, true. And that, actually, it, that's the the sort of the long and the short. Yeah. People will fucking die. Yeah, people like, lose their lives as a yeah. result of. Like I think like one percent increase in unemployment and like twenty five thousand people die something stupid yeah. like that like in a country the size of England and it's like yeah it's pretty yeah messed up like it, it's sort of um, but yeah I, I do think yeah she's she's in a she's in a tough position and it's sort mm. of then yeah when you hear the likes of Davis and yeah Mark piping up it's quite it is very irritating because they are just twats you know and what I mean just, like she's a sort had, of she's yeah. not a bad woman but she's weak you know like she's mm. really really weak and it's it's horrible to see to be honest like to see someone that weak but like it's sort of and that's not because she's a woman clearly because obviously Thatcher is not weak at all yeah but like it yeah, she's it's, just it's, you know she's just oh it's horrid <laughs> it's not nice mm. to see is it like not a bad no. woman in that position and, and you know and you know that the people who are being you know particularly horrible to her the the Bojos, the Reese Moggs, the Davis Davis, like they're just, they're just atypical Tory bully boys. Yeah, like absolutely. They're, they're the worst. 
anywhere you go and you see someone who's dread like just truly dreadful they usually fit that character mold exactly they're the the, the no, worst completely. type of people and when you see them giving extra shit it's just like oh fuck off fuck off yeah fuck absolutely off. fuck off come here come here terry gisag come on Gisug. Gil. Yeah, come on come Gil. Here. Come that's on, it, Gil. that's it. You're doing all right. Oi, eh? Oi, come on. Yeah, just chin up, yeah? Come on. Yeah, just call him, a, call him dickheads. Just call him a dickhead. It's all right. <laughs> anyway, well, but, that's, uh, yeah, the stories for this week. The... Must report. Must report. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Uh, well, as we've we've sort of dug into the the Tories a bit there, let's talk about the other side of the coin. Um, that might seem like seventy two lifetimes ago now, <laughs> but do you remember twenty fifteen? It was oh a crazy God. time. The uh, the kids were all doing a dance called the Uptown Funk. Charlie's Ferron gave moviegoers <laughs> a glimpse of the future with Mad Max Fury Road, and in safe and stable Britain, we had a general election. We'd suffered under Tory austerity for five years, but the bitter taste of Gordon Brown's face and the Iraq war still (laughs) lingered with voters, and this battle was on a knife edge. So naturally, both parties put forward their most charismatic candidates um, and put them to the will of the complex and flawed electoral system. Yes, in one corner it was ham-faced pig botherer David Cameron against (laughs) bacon butty bodger (laughs) and personality void Ian Miliband. All in all, it was a bleak and uninspiring time for Britain's voters. In fact, the only people who were bothered about voting were old people and racists, which, when you put into a a map as a Venn diagram, gives you one perfect circle. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, though, as we all know, uh, this battle ended with Camo winning a majority based on the promise of an EU referendum, which, of course, has led to the slow and painful death of Britain. Um... But what about the Labour Party? Obviously, Simon Miliband had to step down, but who could replace him? All the MPs you'd heard of in the Labour Party were all tainted by the Iraq War, and uh, those that weren't, you'd never fucking heard of. So who was going to step up and lead the opposition? But out of the shadows came, well, the antithesis of the modern politician, a meek, unassuming man, a man without an education, a man who wasn't the son of a duke, A man who had never placed his genitalia into a dead pig's mouth. This was a man with an allotment, a beard and a track record of rebellion. The man, of course, was Jeremy Corbyn. Chase to the... Corb to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fricker Corbyn! Um, Now, like many of the politically disenfranchised, I saw this guy as potentially being the radical change the system needed. Something different. Someone who didn't have the interest of banks or industry at the heart of his policy. Someone whose rhetoric was filled with equality, optimism, and dare I say it, a little bit of hope. I mean, yeah, he was a little bit weird. He looked like he might smell of mushrooms, and the Daily Mail (laughs) seemed to be very mistrusting of him. But those were things that people liked about him. You know, and at first his inclusion in the race was met with scorn and ridicule by the mainstream media. And that just added sort of an underdog charm to him. You know, he'd go on news night and he'd talk passionately about wealth inequality. And after five years of austerity and the crushing feeling of a now Lib Demless Tory government, you couldn't help but feel pretty buoyed by this bearded saviour. And we all thought, yeah, fuck it. Go on, we'll go for this. It's better what? than what else is in offer. Um, and then he got the job. 
Um, well, I think it's fair to say that, you know, looking back since then, we we're all really, 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 really wrong. During Brexit, he was invisible and oftentimes seemed to be actively sabotaging the Remain vote. In the aftermath, uh, he's been one of the hard Brexit's biggest enablers. And on such complex issues, he seems void of a plan and appears to lack the basic understanding of anything more complicated than just simple slogans regarding equality. No plan, no clue, and no fucking up. Now, I know a lot of Corbyn people will be thinking, or Labour voters will be thinking, you know, he was credited quite strongly with his performance in the 2017 general election. But let's be honest, that was always a lot more about the Mayotron 5000 malfunctioning than anything yeah. old Jezza did. I mean, a stack of old auto traders would have performed just as well. And he's still lost. And, st- <laughs> and, and he's still fucking lost. Right? <laughs> and here we are, 18 months on from the, uh, um, from the general election, and against what has easily easily been the worst government in all of history (laughs) Labour has still managed to somehow consistently trail behind the Tories in almost every poll but look Grizzlers you don't need me to tell you how fucking useless JC is all you need to do is look at the woefully inept way Labour has dealt with the anti-semitism scandal that has rocked the party for what feels like a lifetime Mm -hmm. and that leads me to my point with the Jeremy experiment His ineptitude and staggering lack of skills to be leader are bad. Terrible, even. In fact, any other Labour leader, I think, would have been shit-canned by now, easily. But the worst thing that I think Jeremy Corbyn has done to UK politics is the gaggle of shit that he has blindly brought along with him, who will follow him and defend him and treat him like a god, regardless of what he's done. They will sit there and defend the indefendable, um, indefensible in, in his favour. And I think it's, it's that mentality that Corbyn's brought along that has really, I think, has spelt out the death um, of the UK Labour Party as being any sort of credible opposition. More and more I'm seeing reasonable people coming out spewing Corbynite bullshit, saying stuff they blatantly know to be false. And Owen Jones is a fine example, yeah. who I don't think is an idiot by any stretch, but no. when you hear him defend Corbyn the way he does uh, is pretty it's fucking quite, shocking. Quite annoying. Yeah. It's pretty fucking shocking. And sincerely anyone who is online and even vaguely fucking Jewish, good luck against uh, that Corbyn. Yeah. They are yeah. fucking cunty. Look at like D- yeah. David Badil and, and people like that. Just the shit they get for no fucking reason. Or even, like, he wasn't even Jewish, but Armando Inucci yeah. the other day. <laughs> well, he's got a bit of a big nose, hasn't he? What? Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> ridiculous. They're like, why don't you fuck off back to Italy? Oh, my you. God. Yeah, it's... and he's like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But, yeah, go on. No, mate, that's, <laughs> go on. To, to be honest, you've brought me exactly to my conclusion there. The Corbynistas um, have gone from a spirited group of left-leaning socialists to being on par with and indistinguishable from alt-right shitfuckers. The Corbyners have gone full MAGA. They just need some fucking hats. Moss Report. Ow. And that's been Moss Report. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean... Fucking sick of them. Yeah, it is. It is uh, they are now 
pretty much indistinguishable yeah. from I, from their alt-right colleagues. Just but the, the hate campaigns you it's, see it's them not, go on. But it's, it's, it's kind of not surprising. If you if you watch... So the other day I saw... I can't remember if it was on Twitter or something, but I saw a little video that was you know tweeted out, I guess, on the Labour Party thing, and it was a little video of Corbyn. And just the, fu- the fucking rhetoric he mm. uses is frightening. It's all yeah. like, these people are out to get you and, you know, that you're a threat to them and that's not why they want to keep you down, the powers that control the world. And it's all just like, mate, chill out. Like, stop scaring people like that. Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? Like, it's just sort of, you know, like, it's totally plays like it uses the same sort of, like, language mm. of conspiracy, you know? Yeah. And it's just sort oh, of it's- unhelpful. It's but. play for play everything. If you look at um, if you look at like a, a publication like the Canary, oh god, I mean they're ex- they're they're just they're just the the mirror image of Breitbart. They're exactly yeah, the same yeah. as Breitbart. They're, they're no different. They go on smear campaigns against people. They print unfounded lies constantly. Um, mm. you know they they blindly defend someone in, in the the face of of enormous evidence. They will just disregard it and, and print whatever. Um. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's fucking whack. It's fucking <laughs> whack, y'all. Yeah, the an- the anti-Semitism thing has yeah. been quite ridiculous. I mean, and it's it's just just adopt the bloody thing. I mean, no, how easy oh, would that crikey. you know? And this is this is what annoys me because like a lot of Corbyn backers will be like, oh, it's just the mainstream media beating him down. There's a couple of there's racism in the Tory party, and you're like, well, yeah, but well, we it's know kind that, of meant to be. Obviously, like, yeah, it's the Tory party. That's not shocking. That the, the, the fact that there's Tories racism, in the Tory party. yeah, in the Labour party, that that's why it's shocking. So I think that's yeah, yeah, pretty pretty get, fucking get the poor. point. But, mm. it, it, but no, I agree with you. The, the Corbynistas are, are, are a hideous sort yeah. of new entrant into politics, and it's sort of. This idea as well that the leader has to appeal to the members more than the voters it's is bizarre. just, I think, completely destructive because like yeah. half of those members can't vote. And yeah. it's just <laughs> insane. That shit fucking crazy. Well, that brings this week's gristle to a close thanks for tuning in a um, bit of a short one sort of truncated we'll be back soon with more proper gristle with you know fancy stuff a little bit Audio more meat around the bones yeah exactly some jokes <laughs> for a change <laughs> um, uh, do follow us on SoundCloud uh, and iTunes uh, and all your other favourite podcast apps um Follow us on Facebook as well if you want, although don't do much on there. <laughs> just do it anyway. Uh, just do it anyway. Do Get it. Bored. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you next time. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>